0: So when Elisha prayed to open Gehazi's eyes, he wasn't talking about his physical eyes. He was talking about his spiritual eyes. Now, here's what I want you to see. The opening of Gehazi's eyes did not create the horses and chariots of fire. They were already there. Now, what does that mean to you and I today? Right now, where you are, there's another realm, the realm of the Spirit, that's all around you, where there are angels that are assigned to you to protect you, angels that excel in strength, that hearken to the voice of the word that you're speaking out of your mouth. Your angels are there to keep you in all your ways. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast with Al Jennings. When you receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness, you will reign in life. Listen in as we discuss the effortless life of God's grace. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you a couple of lessons from my foundation Bible study course. This Bible study course serves as a strong foundation for understanding the gospel of grace. And guess what? I have an exciting announcement I wanna share with y'all. From now until the end of October, I'm offering a special discount exclusively for my podcast listeners. That's you. Make sure you stay tuned to the end to find out more information on how you can sign up for the course. All right, you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome, today I want to talk to you about faith. And first I want you to understand that faith does not move the hand of God. Let me repeat that, faith does not move the hand of God. The hand of God has already moved. What faith does is it receives what has been freely given to us by grace. That's how we got saved. By grace, we've been saved through faith. Grace is God's unearned, undeserved, unmerited favor. And so God, by his grace, has saved us. God, by his grace, has already given us exceedingly great and precious promises. God by His grace has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So God is already moved by His grace. And so what we do with our faith is we reach out and receive what God has already provided by His grace. That's exciting stuff. Now, Let's look at 2 Kings chapter 6, because I want to talk to you about the spirit realm. In 2 Kings chapter 6, there's a story about the children of Israel when they were at war with the Syrians. And every time the Syrian army would attack Israel, Israel would know the battle plans of the Syrians ahead of time and they would save themselves. And so the king of Syria got frustrated and he wanted to know, which of us is for Israel? He thought that there was a spy, an Israeli spy in his group, in his camp. So he asked the man, which of of us is for, the children of, of Israel? And one of his men said, oh no, king, there is a prophet In Israel his name is Elisha and this guy he's a bad dude he'll show you he'll tell you what's going on in your bedroom well actually he really couldn't he only knew what God would reveal to him through a word of knowledge and so the king of Syria said well where is he so we can go get him his men told him he's in Dothan and so the king of Syria sent troops to go and capture Elijah. So let's move the scene over to Dothan. And one morning, Elijah's servant Gehazi went up on the top of the mountain to draw water from the well like he usually does every morning. So he goes up at the top of the mountain with his bucket and he looks up and as far as his eyes can see, there's Syrian troops all around the city. So he drops his bucket, he runs down a mountain, and he goes to Elisha's house, and he goes in, and he said, alas, my master, how shall we do? How should we do the army of the Syrians? We're gonna die, there's no escape, there's no way out. We're finished. And Elisha said, calm down, let's, let's go, in the kitchen, I want you to sit down, make us a couple bagels and a couple of cappuccinos and we'll sit down and talk about it, okay, but I want you to calm down first. So Gehazi goes in and makes a couple of bagels with with some cream cheese and actually makes some lox with some um, capers and salmon, tomato and lettuce, makes a couple cappuccinos and, and they sit down. And so Elijah said, okay, I want you to slow down, take it from the top. And Gehazi says, okay, master, I went up on the top of the mountain to get water, and I looked up and I saw Syrian troops all around the city. We're finished. We're doomed. There's no way out. There's no escape. We're going to die. What are we going to do? And Elisha, cool, common collector, collected said, come and show me. So Gehazi takes him up on the top of the mountain and he shows Elisha. He said, see, see, see my master? See, I told you, we're gonna die, we're finished. Now watch what Elisha says. He tells Gehazi, don't be afraid. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them." And I can imagine Gehazi really freaking out right now. And he's saying, are you crazy? Now, Elijah, I've been serving you all these years and I've been faithful. I've never talked back to you. I've always done what you told me to do. I never questioned any anything that you asked me to do, any assignment that you gave me, but now I think you may be getting a little senile because you're telling me not to be afraid and there's more with us than are with them. Let me just explain something to you, Mr. Prophet Elijah. Now just bear with me for a second and just just hold on. Let me me say something. I'm going to count for you. 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000, 60,000, 70,000, 80,000, 90,000, 100,000 Syrian troops. Then he looks at Elijah and he says, one, two. And you telling me that there's more with us than are with them? Have you lost your mind? <laughs> and you know what Elijah did? Elijah prayed for him. And you know what he prayed? Watch this. He prayed, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. Now, I imagine Gehazi is really freaking out right now. He's probably thinking, open my eyes. Is your eyes that need to be opened? Now watch what happens next. The Lord answered Elisha's prayer. The Lord opened the eyes of the young man. Gehazi. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. See, Elijah knew that in the realm of the spirit, he had angels encamped around him. Those horses and chariots of fire were angelic hosts and they outnumbered the Syrians. So when Elisha prayed to open Gehazi's eyes. He wasn't talking about his physical eyes. He was talking about his spiritual eyes. Now, here's what I want you to see. The opening of Gehazi's eyes did not create the horses and chariots of fire. They were all already there. Now, What does that mean to you and I today? Right now where you are, there's another realm, the realm of the spirit that's all around you where there are angels that are assigned to you to protect you. Angels that excel in strength, that hearken to the voice of the word that you're speaking out of your mouth. Your angels are there to keep you in all your ways. God has given his angels charge over you and no evil shall befall you. Psalm 91 says, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling for he gives his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone. Praise God. So the Bible says, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you because you've got angelic protection. Praise God. Even though you can't see them, they're there and you need to know that in the realm of the spirit, you have angels that have been assigned to you to bring to pass the word that you speak out of your mouth. That's why it's important for us to confess the word of God, to speak the word of God. Those angels, they're already there. Praise God. Does that give you confidence? Okay. Before I start the second lesson, I want you to listen to what one of my students had to say about the course.
1: I have two things. Um, one, this this last week, I feel like you saved this the the last week the best for last because it was really um, just very like on point and hard hitting and just um, mm-hmm. very um uh, just. I guess uh, simply simplified, like simply explained, and just in the way that you explained the word was really good. And um, I think when we started this course, you asked um, what do we want to get out of it. I don't know if it was a video or what it was, but you asked we want to get out of it, and I said that I wanted to be able to. Um, I joined because I wanted to be able to know how to explain um, certain things to other people because it's it's different when you when you know when you know the word like. It's, I, I believe that knowing, um, sometimes like knowing God's word is a gift because it's not, it doesn't come as easily to everybody, which is something that I've also learned because I didn't realize that. Um, but I can say that over this course of this five weeks, I have learned a lot about how to um, better explain or how to simplify the, the message of the gospel of grace if, if I were asked um and so um any and and honestly i don't think this course is just for believers i believe it's for unbelievers as well because um it's it's it you know so a lot of times it's like hey become a christian and it's like for what you know and i feel like this this course explains the for what and 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 in a way that you know um christianity hasn't in the past you know it's not it gives a better answer and it answers the hard questions. Like I told you, my favorite lesson was the um, why do bad things happen? I'm like, that, if nothing else, if you on that course, I believe a lot of people would join this church because I don't think I've ever heard anybody explain that that way, like ever. And I think I thought that was really amazing. Um, and then this last week, um, just all the courses. It, 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 it's funny, I don't know if you planned it that way, but they, it seemed like they all wrapped, they wrapped up the course, you know, and again, like, I don't, I don't know what order you did them in, but I, I feel like week five couldn't have been week two because week five so, so wrapped up the course and just, like, put a little bow on it, like, hey, this is, you know, this is the end of foundations, and it was really, really good, um, very well taught, um, very, even for somebody, like, who, who, who does know the word, Still very well taught. There's not anything, no matter how much of a Bible scholar you think you are, that you cannot get out of this. And like I, I, I think I said to, in answer to that, like um, nobody is above learning anything. You can always learn something um, from the least to the greatest. And so I just think that this course was really, really good at um, at breaking it down, at making it simple, and making it easy to, um, at making it easy to just receive. You know, like I feel like a lot yeah. of times when you when, you know, people want to preach the word of God or teach the word of God, and, you know, they they really are kind of like being boastful of their knowledge of it, not really bringing it down to the people's understanding of it. And I feel like um, this course did that no matter what your level of understanding is in your faith or whatever, this broke it down for anyone to just to just simply understand it. And I thought, yeah, I thought it was it really good. And, and, like, um, and like everyone said, very well presented, very well presented, very <laughs> easy to take in. Um, yeah, to follow along to understand um, um, the, the short the short videos and the, the the questions at the end. I think everything was very well put together to where it wasn't like, you know, it to bother it wouldn't it wouldn't have bothered Norma because it wasn't like you know five questions to answer about the lesson. It was just like two little nuggets. What'd you get out of this? You know, kind of thing. I thought that was pretty. Mm-hmm. That was really good because and that that's another thing. Like it was, what did you get out of this? Like, how do you understand this? It wasn't like Oh, you know, you got to go learn this. And you didn't, you know, it wasn't any of that. It was just like, did you understand this? How did you learn this? You know, kind of thing. And I really, I I like that.
0: All right, let's get into the realm of the spirit part two. How do I know what's in the realm of the spirit? That's very important. Let's go to Romans chapter 10 and verse eight. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Now, the word, the word of God, the word of Christ, is a faith producing word. You can't have the word without having faith. You can't have faith without having the word. Faith and the word are synonymous terms. Look at verse 17 in Romans 10. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. How does faith come? From hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So when the word is preached, faith comes. You can't have one without the other. Faith and the word are like the wet with the water. You don't go to a restaurant and ask a waiter to bring you a glass of water and make sure it's wet, right? Because wet is a characteristic of water. You can't have the water without the wet. Once you've got the water, you got the wet. Same thing with faith in the Word. Once you have faith, you have the Word. Once you have the Word, you have faith. You can't have one without the other. So the Bible is the word of faith. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So when the word of Christ is preached, what is being preached? The gospel. When the word of Christ is preached, the gospel of Christ is preached. What is the gospel? The gospel is good news. Now, when you have news, what do you have? When you have news, you have information. Information about what? When the word is preached, you've got the gospel, which is the good news. And it's good news about God, about Jesus. And the word will tell you what's in the realm of the spirit. Okay, let me give you an example to illustrate this. Let's say you have a service called DirecTV to watch television. And so right now in your house, if you have DirecTV, there are television signals. that's passing through your nose right now, but they're in another realm. So how do you pick up? what's going on in the realm of DirecTV. Well, you've got to get a satellite. You've you've got to get a satellite set up outside your house somewhere and then you need a receiver to pick up what's going on in the realm of DirecTV. So, once you have your receiver, now you can go get a, a cable box from the cable company and have it installed and, and turn it on, but you will never get what's going on in the realm of TV through your cable box because it's a different frequency, all right? If you want to know what's going on in the realm of DirecTV, you have to have a Direct TV receiver, okay? You can't pick it up with the cable box well look at the cable box like the realm of the senses 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 says for we walk by faith not by sight now the word sight has to do with the senses okay Hebrews 11 one says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. The word seen, just like in 2 Corinthians 5-7, is talking about the senses. Just like you need a direct TV receiver to pick up what's going on in the realm of direct TV, you need a faith receiver to pick up what's going on in the realm of the Spirit. You cannot pick up what's going on in the realm of direct TV with a cable box likewise you cannot pick up what's going on in the realm of the spirit in God's realm with a S-E-N-S-E receiver it cannot be picked up it cannot be received by the senses box <laughs> okay okay In order to pick up what's going on in the realm of the spirit, you need faith. Faith is how you perceive what's in the realm of the spirit. You cannot get it through the senses, just like you cannot get direct TV from a cable box. You cannot pick up what's going on in the realm of direct TV with a cable box, so you cannot pick up What's going on in the realm of the Spirit with your senses? To pick up what's going on in cable, you need a cable box. To pick up what's going on in direct TV, you need a direct TV box. To pick up what's going on in the realm of the senses, you use your senses. But to pick up what's going on in the realm of the Spirit, you need faith. Now, once you have your Faith receiver to pick up what's going on in the realm of Direc- Direct TV. You still got an issue. How do I know what's in the realm of the spirit? How do I know what to reach out and receive with my faith? Once you have Direct TV, you don't have to wonder what's going on in the realm of Direct TV. All you got to do is go to the The guide channel. And the guide will tell you what's going on. That if you want sports, you can go to channel 206 or whatever it is to watch ESPN. If you wanted CNN, you could go to channel 202. If you wanted the weather, you can go to channel 300 something. So you can dial in exactly what you want to watch or what you want to pick up. Well, it's the same thing in the word of God because how do we know what's in the realm of the spirit? Well, since the word and faith are synonymous terms, let's go to a couple of scriptures and make some changes that doesn't violate the word of God because remember faith and the word are synonymous terms. So let's substitute the word for faith in these two scriptures. Now the word of God is the substance of things hoped for now the word of God is the evidence of things not seen ah so when we make those substitutions because remember you can't have faith without having the word whenever the word is present faith is there and to have faith you have to have the word so we can say The Word of God is the substance of things hoped for. The Word of God is the evidence of things not seen. Praise God. So the Word of God tells me what's going on in the realm of the Spirit. I don't have to wonder. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, for making those same substitutions, for we walk by the Word, not by... Oh, I forgot to do the substitution in Hebrews 11. Let's go back there. Now the word of god is the substance of things hoped for the word of god is the evidence of things not the word seen has to do with the senses so the word of god is the evidence of things not perceived by the senses they're perceived what with my faith receiver to pick up what's going on in the realm of the spirit now second corinthians 5 7 says for we walk by faith substitute the word For we walk by the word, not by the senses. So what does it mean to walk by faith? To walk by faith is to walk by the word. And I don't have to wonder what's going on in the realm of the spirit. Because all I got to do is pick up the word, go to the word of God, my physical word, or go to my tablet or go to my smartphone, wherever the word is present, and I go up, go and look up what I need. If I need healing, I can go to channel... 1 Peter two twenty four and find out that by Jesus' stripes I was healed. I can go to channel Matthew eight seventeen that says Himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses and healing is planned on channel First Peter two twenty four and channel Matthew eight seventeen. If I want my needs met, all I got to do is uh, pick up my remote control and go to. Um, that's like going in your search box and type in Philippians four nineteen, and guess what? My God shall supply all your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So provision is planned on channel Philippians four nineteen. Uh, okay, so if I'm if I'm worried, I can go to First Peter. 5 7 channel first peter 5 7 and it says casting all your care casting the whole of your care all your anxiety all your concerns once and for all on him for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. I can go to channel Philippians 4, 6 that says, be anxious for nothing. I can go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Do not worry about your life. And I can go and I can be encouraged and I can understand what I I need to do about my cares and cast them all on the Lord. If I'm fearful, I can go to channel 2 Timothy 1, 7. It says, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind, praise God. I can go to channel Psalm 91, which says, I shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. And I can also, if I'm worried about getting COVID-19 or some infectious disease, I can go to Psalm 91, which says, surely he shall deliver me from the perilous pestilence. And I shall not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, which includes the coronavirus. So I can go and get encouragement that God gives his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. So I don't have to wonder what's going on in the realm of the spirit. I can go to the word of God and get great encouragement. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's good stuff. The word of God tells me What's in the realm of the Spirit? All right, I hope you enjoyed today's episode from the Foundation Bible course. This course consists of 43 bite-sized lessons that can be completed at your own pace. Foundation is specifically designed to provide you with a comprehensive understanding of the gospel of grace and the profound impact of the finished work of Jesus. As a special treat for my podcast audience, I am offering an exclusive discount for a limited time. Use the discount code LBG for Living by Grace, LBG. Use that code to snag this course for just $47. That's a whopping 75% off of the regular price of $197. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. For more information about the course, click the link in the show notes or visit aljennings.com foundation. Again, that's aljennings.com foundation. All right, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us today for the Living by Grace podcast. You are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, totally righteous, and destined to win because of Jesus. Have an amazing day.